afternoon, everyone. This is George from Watson's Daily, and welcome to We Ask Watson, where Peter and I discuss our favourite news stories of the day. It's Thursday, the 3rd of September. Hello, Peter. Hi there, George. So, Peter, it's been a little while. Will you tell me your favourite news story of the day and why? Okay, so today I think that um, the most interesting story for me anyway um, is the fact that India is banning or has decided to ban an additional uh, 118 Chinese apps. Um, that's This is in addition to, I think it was 58 or something that they, they banned uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, and this is all in retaliation for more clashes on the Himalayan border between Indian and Chinese troops. So um, I think that that's interesting because... Um, Obviously, it's it's an extension of of the existing uh, of of the existing bans, and um, it's it's really affecting um, China's most popular apps. Mm. And so, what wider impact will this have, and why did you pick this particular story? Well, um, like I say, I think it, this is affecting apps that are run by you know internet uh, or you know Chinese. Um, sort of internet giants, uh, Tencent and Alibaba and Baidu as well. So it just, I mean, the thing is, is that um, uh, there's a lot of bad feeling at the moment uh, going on between India and China. Um, China has been trying to make inroads into India in, in, in all sorts of areas of business. And I think this will be a real blow to Japan, uh, sorry, Japanese, but to Chinese um, tech companies trying to, get a foothold in what pretty much most people see as the um, the most attractive um, gr- market with growth in terms of growth potential in the world um, at the moment. And mm-hmm. so this is a real problem for, for the Chinese. However, it may leave the door open for um, for from other players from other countries to make a bit more of a splash with less Chinese competition. So I think that um, companies like, for instance, um, uh, Facebook um, and also um, uh, Google as well, possibly Microsoft. And I think the one of the things that is worth noting from particularly Google and Microsoft is that their respective chief executives um, hail from India. And I mm. would have thought that that's going to kind of help in terms of negotiation any kind of negotiation between those companies and india's uh, prime minister modi and it's interesting as well as you said it comes in the wake of large investments by google and facebook into geo i believe uh, mm. and, and other related indian um, technology companies mm. so i think i think it's an, in- there's an interesting shift to the background with which makes up a background of this move of big technology companies in the US mm. recognizing the future potential of the Indian market yeah. um, and the fact that Chinese tech is potentially being um, pushed out by, by Modi and the BJP. Mm. Mm. And it, but... will, it will be interesting as well, I think, that I don't know, it, you, we talked about this on our call this morning about this having a longer term, more intangible impact on Chinese tech yeah. uh, in India. And whether the if if it was the Indian National Congress, the the second biggest party in in India, um, whether they would continue that if mm. they were to to win um, and 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 kind of push out the BJP. 
Mm. I mean, for, uh, it's difficult to tell what would happen. Um, although I would suggest that um, uh, that that there's enough bad feeling there, uh, a cross party feeling. It's not like um, you know the, these clashes haven't happened. You know, they've they've happened to um, Indian soldiers. What, what whatever political sort of party they 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 support so mm. i think that this would be this is that there is genuine bad feeling um mm. between the two between the two neighboring countries um so he, i think that yeah i i would have thought that this could potentially continue especially if you've got um waiting in the wings perfectly um capable companies such as um microsoft facebook um and yeah and google who who um are ready and able to um to replace those those other companies so mm. who who knows but i mean i think it's this is something that we need we need to watch because um even if even if um there is some compromise found and you know modi kind of backs down a bit and and uh you know but the the problem is is i think the seeds of doubt um will be sown among um indian consumers of such apps because they may well think well you know this could happen again so Mm. why 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 bother investing my time and um and money in buying various bits and pieces for these for these you know games when actually it might all disappear overnight i mean i say that as a as a dad who um who has a a 10 year old kid who has been absolutely gutted um by the whole kind of fortnite um (laughs) by the fortnite thing because you know so and and you know and tiktok for that matter because um two sources of entertainment um, for him have have literally vanished um and um and you know fit through no fault through no fault of his own and i think it's incredibly frustrating for many people and i think that if you are a, a, a consumer of such things um you are going to be very wary potentially about going back and and committing your time um to these things rather than maybe committing to something that maybe is is developed by indians or or developed mm. by americans or something like that you know mm. which is seen as being potentially safer and more insulated from from potential bans like this so um it will be it'll be interesting to see anyway but i think some there's some real kind of damage is being done um by by having these bans put in place Yes, and and also it comes with a background as well of the the TikTok uh, fiasco and mm. Tencent, WeChat mm. uh, difficulties between the states and China. So, yeah. although there's been um, very good figures, kind of economic figures in terms of manufacturing output increasing mm. um, in China, uh, which is kind of being lauded as as a sign that the global economy might well uh, rapidly recover from from kind of lockdown um it, it's interesting that the chinese economy is kind of being hit twice both by indian bands but also by bands in america and the same mm. in the west yeah i mean i i still would say that you know, there seems to be um a decent amount of domestic demand still so i don't think i don't think it's disastrous um but i but it certainly is disastrous for overseas plans um and and you know it may well clip clip the wings 
um, for uh, you know for at least the you know short to medium term. Yes. Well, Peter, I I've got a, a different story to bring to you today. Yeah. And before I go on to that, I do want to let honest listeners know that we have a big announcement at Watson's Daily coming on Monday. Uh, it will be announced on live stream at seven fifteen. So. Just make sure you keep your eyes peeled and uh, we will be announcing at 7.15 in the evening uh, on Monday. Um, so to go on to my story, I agree with you. Your story is interesting. However, I liked the the kind of the, the, the talk about electric vehicles and the huge divestment from um, Tesla. So that was Bailey Gifford, a Scottish uh, fund manager, divesting um what was it? Half of his his invest their investment. The yeah, I mean they just you know they're, they're obviously uh, taking some profit um, off off the table. Yeah, um, well, I think I think it's very I read, understandable. I think I read that so normalizing um, considering they've just gone through a five to one stock split. Mm-hmm. Um, they Bailey Gifford bought the equivalent of um, shares when they were at seven dollars and now they're in excess of 440 i believe so Mm. um, i think they've walked away with something like 17 billion pounds dollars worth of profit which is extraordinary um it's not bad i mean you could certainly buy you a few uh few meals out out i think but given the enormous rise of tesla some people are questioning whether it's seen it's it's right whether whether people it's kind of it's petering off um, mm. And people are looking for the new Tesla. You mentioned in today's Watson's Daily that Xpeng Motors increased by so a forty percent increase after its debut on the New York Stock Exchange on Friday. Mm. And other electric car manufacturers like Li Auto, again Chinese based, um, increase have increased by seventy percent since July in valuation and and the the bounce back of Neo as well. Um, I think that this is interesting, not only because prior to the pandemic, there was a movement away from, um, I guess, I guess, uh, a, a movement towards environmentalism um, yeah. with BP's massive increase in green technology, um, but also Extinction Rebellion. Um, and now we're seeing, obviously, uh, the potential of an enormous boost to electric vehicles with the rise of Tesla. I think their share prices increased like, I think 500% since the start of the year. Um, But on that point, I think it's interesting because you also spoke about how in the UK, at least, there may be a movement away from electric vehicles. Um, What what do you have to say about that, Peter? You quoted more. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, first of all, with regard to the Chinese um, companies, seeing loads of investors piling in, um, I think that's, not surprising given the unbelievably successful um, stock um, performance of um, Tesla itself. Um, Very understandable by Bailey Gifford to take some money off the table, but although it hasn't sold everything, so, so it's still, it's still got, uh, it's still got a hand in there somewhere. Mm. Um, So that's understandable. And obviously the knee jerk reaction is to uh, try and find the next one. Now, whether or not they are going to to work out in, in the same way as Tesla is uh, is up for debate. And you'd think not. But then, you know, they, they do provide some good cars. I mean, I said to you earlier, like Neo, um, actually, I think have some very cool cars indeed. But they have been a, a bit of a disaster and have suffered to a certain extent um, from not having a, 
a particularly great charging network. But on the mm-hmm. on the flip side to that, um, the Chinese government have stated that they specifically want to be at the cutting edge of electric vehicle technology. So, you know, on that, so it would seem that the conditions appear to be right um, for the you know Chinese electric vehicle companies to flourish, but then again, there's there's going to be competition, more competition from the sort of European makers and and things like that. Um, yeah, so you know that. Could be. And actually, the interesting thing there could be, um, I think it's Geely that owns um, that owns Volvo cars. So by the way, yeah, yeah so um, and Vo- Volvo uh, cars, so, yeah, they've got this venture called Polestar. You might, I think, you, you know, you might have seen on um, social media and things recently. They've they, they've released. I think it's called the Polestar Two, um, and it's I guess it's up against the um, the you know the the Tesla Model Three. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, that that might that might be quite a good one because of course it has the benefits of of the you know sort of foreign cachet if uh, as it were um mm. but also is very much you know has chinese backing so it might get the best of both worlds um uh, there but I, I don't know but anyway on on the other point you made um with regards for the appetite waning in the uk for electric cars um you know that came from a survey from um also trader um now surveys on their on their own well surveys should never really be taken on their own um you know they should be tried to you know cross reference and things but they did say that um uh the interest in buying an ev has 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 gone right down between um january and, and august um and i i don't know i just think that that is probably due to um a dose of reality coming in i mean in january maybe people were a bit more um upbeat about their financial prospects and are, are thinking yes i'm going to be eco-friendly because maybe the main thing is that electric vehicles are, are generally more expensive at the beginning to buy mm-hmm. but you get the benefits as the you know running costs and things are a lot lower so mm-hmm. um but the upfront is still quite expensive so whereas now people are maybe feeling a bit less sure about what's going, what's how they're going to, how flush they're going to be. Um, and therefore they, they think, well, do you know what? I'll just get, um, you know, I'll get a second hand run around for, you know, four grand or something. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, those are the, apparently at the moment, those are the, the uh, cars under 5,000 um, pounds are the ones that are selling the quickest. So yeah. uh, because people don't, want to um get on a a germ-filled train or uh or 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 a bus or whatever so you know they're they're deciding to go in by cars which you know again if you're looking at the green perspective that's that's not so great because of course you know creating more pollution and stuff but you know that's what that's what how things are at the moment yes and so just to think about what i mean i picked this story because we spoke in August how IPOs in the UK had fallen to their lowest combined value mm-hmm. of, uh, since 2009, which is 647 million. Mm-hmm. That's compared with the 27.5 billion, which was raised in private equity fundraisings mm-hmm. in 80 different transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, there is, if, if this is a, a sign of a general movement away from um, public listing, 
uh, mm -hmm. in the UK if this if this trend is going to continue. If there is a huge amount of money floating around in private equity funds, you mentioned in a previous Watson's Daily that they have an estimated two and a half trillion dollars to spend. Mm -hmm. um, if people are uh, moving away from publicly listed electricity, uh, kind of electric vehicles, more, more green energy suppliers, um, it, you would think that kind of, I guess, law firms um, involved in private equity might well see those practices have a real kickback from this. Because if big private equity firms are looking for returns like Tesla has seen, if they're going to invest in tech startups um, in China, um, electric vehicle startups in China, um, it might well be that that British law firms um, are instructed to do due, due diligence on private equity work. Um, and that would be my my thoughts on the kind of the, the consequences of this story, the potential mm. consequences anyway. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I do think that, um, uh, well, first of all, it, it, it's going to be a crowded market, you know, in terms of the um, private equities. They're, they're, gonna, they're all going to be after the same thing. Um, and then the other thing, of course, is that um, you've got the added layer of, um, of of risk in in China, because who knows? They could well um, uh, they could could well make it more difficult for pri for non Chinese private equity firms to make investments in Chinese tech, um, yeah. because you know in retaliation for for the say the Americans um, do, doing the same thing the other way. So um, I think that. Yeah, I mean, they, it's it's not, it's certainly not, it's not risk free. Uh, mm. That's for sure. Mm. Well, Peter, as always, an interesting discussion. And uh, thank you very much. No problem. Uh, our listeners, please do engage with us on social media. We're on LinkedIn uh, and we're active on Instagram. Um, as I said, at the, at halfway through the episode, please do keep your eyes peeled for an important and significant announcement on Monday, we will be announcing uh, something exciting at 7.15 in the evening. Look for links on our social media. We're, um, um, by the way, yeah, we're not pregnant. Not, neither of us pregnant <laughs> or having any kids, just, just, so, yeah. just so everyone knows. <laughs> so that, it's not going to be that big, but it's going to be almost on a par, I would say. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, Peter, speak to you tomorrow, and thank you very much. Brilliant. All right. Thanks, George. Bye.